Welcome to the School for Small Business podcast, where small business owners come to learn the keys to running a successful small business on their own terms. We've been in your shoes, scaling from the basement to the boardroom. We understand the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. And the one thing we know, business doesn't have to be hard. Let us make it easy for you. No business degree required. Join us as we unpack what it really takes to have success. The time, the money, and the freedom that you desire, all while having a massive impact on the people you serve. It's okay to want it all. If you've ever referred to yourself as an accidental entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. We're going to dive into the mindset, the strategy, and everything in between. While you're busy supporting others, let us support you. Hey, Small Business School listeners, welcome back to another episode. Today, I've had so many thoughts about what to talk to you about, um, juggling all of them, but it was really on my heart today to talk to you about course creation, especially for either product-based businesses or service-based businesses, but I'm really talking to the person who gets to a stage in their business where they're like, either it's going okay or I want to increase my revenue. There's some level of uncertainty, like you know you haven't arrived yet, but you think the course might be your next right step. So without further ado, we're going to dive right in. And I'm so excited to talk about this topic because I think there are some things that really lead to success with a course, okay? I think it could be fantastic. I think there's a really good reason to create that. And I also think it can go really wrong, be a huge waste of time, and really not lead to the results you're looking for, where you think it's the right next right step and the answer to like your next move. I think a lot of the times it's not what you think and people are left feeling like they wasted their time. Now, that being said, sometimes I am the type of person who is like, I have to try this. I have to, um, when it's on my heart, I just have to go about it. And if it fails, it fails but I have to try it to know I attempted it. Does that make any sense? So if that's you, this is not meant to stifle you. And absolutely remember that every piece of advice that I give or everybody else gives, like it is up to you to decipher if that's for you. The skill that you need the most in business is understanding, being able to listen. So you need to listen and really take things in without a preconceived of like, yes or no, you need to be able to listen. And then you need to have a level of judgment. And okay, is this for me and that questioning attitude, and you come about it in a way that you really like, analyze it without a preconceived of like, well, this person told me it was going to be successful. If they they told you it was going to be successful, you want to know why. So with everything I say, I want you to not just write me off because it, you know, somebody told you something different. And I also don't want you to just take what I'm saying because, you know, you're like, oh, this is what this girl says. So, and she's had success before. So I need to listen to her. I really want you to apply it to yourself. Okay. So when we're talking about courses, one of the things that I absolutely love about courses is that they are a way that people can get in front of you more often People can be in your world and often at a lower price point, right? So we think of something that we create 
once and then we can take it and share it with the entire world so many times it doesn't take a lot of you know effort to duplicate it or to get in front of those people and for that reason i absolutely love it and typically the price point for somebody purchasing is less than what you would charge for somebody to see you in person right so I'm even thinking of some of these people who built incredible brands and now they do consulting. Well, their one-to-one consulting rates are unattainable, but if they were to create a course for somebody and I specifically wanted to learn something that they did really well, like let's say there's like this secret sauce and they're like, oh, I'll teach you that piece of what I did that really led to success for me. Um, I would love that at a fraction of the cost of their like individual hourly rate right? So understanding I'm probably not getting the same level of personal advice, but I can get in front of them and learn something where maybe I couldn't otherwise afford their their hours. And I absolutely love courses for that reason. I also think that in terms of how people learn that I also love them because sometimes they want the nuggets, right? Like they need those seeds planted. They need to get started. They need to understand. They like hear you. They're like, oh, okay. Um, I'm grasping this concept. I'm, I'm thinking about it. It sounds like it might be for me, but I want to learn more. They're not all the way like, okay, teach me everything. Tell me how to apply it to me. They're not ready for that yet. So a course is another great way of giving somebody something at a fraction of the cost where they can decipher, like, is this for me? Right. And I think also that is amazing. So I'm a huge fan of courses for that reason. Now, what I will say is that one of the biggest mistakes people make is thinking they just need to create the course and then it's going to sell. And this is, could not be further from the truth And I've actually had instances in the past, like courses were like the biggest fad, you know, two years ago. And I've made mistakes. I tell you guys this all the time. I make mistakes. I made the mistake of thinking if I hired somebody to like help me make a course um, in the past, you know, I had clients who wanted to learn something and I was like, okay, if I just get somebody to help me make this epic course, it'll be perfect because I had people in my world in the past who wanted to learn this. Now, here is the thing. When I had people in the past, I now have, a because of my own personal circumstances, I had a non-solicitation clause. So like I couldn't reach out to these people and offer them a new course on something that they wanted in the past. And that meant I didn't have an audience. You need to get very clear. So for example, if you are a chiropractor and you're putting together a course for a problem that you're seeing all the time, you need to get very clear by asking your patients, is this something you want? Would you do a course at home? And the reason that I say that this is so important is asking your clients and understanding the audience is because they may have a desire or a flavor for something different than what you're thinking. And the worst thing would be doing what I did, creating a course and then not having anybody to sell it to. Okay, so that would be something that would make me feel very sad for you because you're going to lose the energy behind it, right? I'd rather that you build community first in order to sell something or you create something that your community already wants. So for example, maybe your community in, if you're the chiropractor again, for example, actually really wants a group program. 
maybe then you find some gym space in an evening, you get people together, you know, two nights a week, and they really want to be in person. Maybe they're like, you know what, my life is so busy. I know I'm not going to do these exercises at home on my own. I need that accountability and I need a small group. Okay, then let's give you that instead right? Maybe they are like, you know what? I want something in bite-sized pieces that I can listen to on my way to work. Okay. Let's give it to you in that format. Maybe they want videos. Like whatever it is, you really want to tailor it to your audience. And secondly to that is if you don't have an audience, do not build a course. Okay. This is a day and age where there's so many things that are like, oh, I build it, but then nobody's come whether it's social media or YouTube, like none of these platforms are bringing people to you, okay? That's like, I don't know, winning the lottery. Going viral on TikTok is like winning the lottery. So you have to build something that people already want, not hoping that you build something and then all of a sudden you're gonna go viral and get lots of eyes on on your work. So asking your audience, asking the people in your community, maybe that's your customers or your clients, what is it that they're looking for? You know, I, it's interesting because I know a lot of people in my life who are not asking their audience what they want. And I can actually think of like three instances in the last two weeks where I've talked to people where they did not pull the people in their audience. And it meant that they created a program that A, is not designed for what anybody wants. So they're not getting anybody signing up. They're not getting attendance. Another one realized that, you know, they have an audience of people who really want done for you, not a course. Um, You know, the course is entry level. They have an audience who's past that. Everybody's finding out like, oh, this isn't what these people needed. And so they're building the wrong thing, okay? So what, I am, what I've said to you so far is a course can be phenomenal. And especially if you're thinking like recurring revenue, I don't have to work very hard for this. It gets people into my world. Fantastic for that. If you are building something where you're like, you know what? It's just really on my mind to build this. I want to give it away to people for free to build an email list. Okay, that's a different kind of purpose. Small course, you know, you're coming at it with a different perspective and a different goal. You know how you're going to use it. Maybe then you build it ahead of time and you're just giving it away, you know, for free to everybody. But if you're looking to sell it, then you need to ask your audience what it is that they want. Hey, phenomenal entrepreneurs. Have you ever caught yourself saying it's lonely at the top? That's because you haven't met the Small Business Club, the wonderland where business brains and hearty laughs collide. At the Small Business Club, we connect, we support, we laugh, and maybe shed a tear or two because entrepreneurship is a roller coaster. It's not just about swapping business cards, though. We're trading jokes, wisdom, and some mildly embarrassing stories of our startup blunders. The Small Business Club is where your business grows and your circle of friends does too. And hey, it's all online. It's free. It's fun. It's fabulous. Join the Small Business Club now because behind every successful entrepreneur, there's a group chat hyping them up. Click the link in the show notes to be added to the list so you're aware of all the dates where we meet and come find your community. And my third piece behind this is I think that course creators are, (laughs) I'm going to get so much flack for this, overrated. Okay. I'm just going to say it. I think it's overrated because I think that for you to mass sell a course, okay. If you're thinking at a level of like, 
you know, some of the biggest people in the world that they've got hundreds of thousands of followers and they're selling these courses for like $2,000 a course and they have these million dollar launches. Absolutely. I think you need to have your course dialed in. You need to know how to deliver things to a customer and to the purchaser. And you need to understand kind of like learning concepts and how they learn. That being said, when you have a small audience, I think I would rather you invest the money in marketing and getting eyes on your product than, you know, trying to wring the 20% more refined out of the course. Okay, so go ahead, do a little bit of research on how people learn best. You can get all this information for free on the internet. Understand how you need to not give too much information. You can give people kind of the backstory of why it's important before you give them the details. Try to include stories or examples and make sure that they know how to apply it in their own lives. And the best thing you could do is, you know, with a course, provide some one-on-one -on -one access to you. Maybe it's a half an hour call just to like ask any questions that didn't get cleared up. I'm not sure, you, you know, you can figure that out depending on your audience, but I think you would be best to do that tiny bit of research even just Google, like ask Chad GPT, like what are like five things that I need to make sure that I do in a course to make sure it's effective and people are going to get the best results. Okay. So that would be simple. I would not pay somebody to create a course for me. I think anybody in my world is like high performing at most, maybe you need like one session to like just really map things out or, you know, have somebody pick your brain, but I would never spend in my eyes, more than a couple hundred dollars to do this. I would never spend thousands of dollars to have somebody map out a course that I don't know I can sell, or I don't know if I have the audience. The other thing I will say about when you're selling anything like this is that often your first round of sales, you've got these people who are going to buy from you no matter what, like they're so excited. So they will buy from you. They know you, they love you. They want everything that you have to offer the second time you sell it. Or if you're like, Oh, I'm doing it evergreen. I'm selling it all the time you know, a couple months in those sales drop off because you haven't grown your audience at any, you've already sold to all the people in the audience. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, it's crickets. Well, because you have nobody new coming in. So again, I'm going back to like, why is marketing so important? And I want you to understand this from a cash flow perspective. Like I'm the money person, right? And you're like, well, why are you talking to me about building a course? Or why are you talking to me about marketing? Because those are the efforts that are going to result in the dollars that I really want you making. I know that you're coming at this course creation so that you can, you know, have passive income so that you can have more people coming into your world. And ultimately you're going to have more income and more impact. And that is phenomenal. But these are the steps you need to take to get the financial results and impact results that you want. So you need to make sure that you've done the research. You need to offer something that people want. Th do the research. Do not spend a ton of money on this. Okay. Like absolutely do not spend a ton of money on it. Um, at the start, you always have the chance to revise it. And if you're giving people access, lifetime access to the community, you always have a chance to like make it better. Give them the new version of the course. You have no idea how many people do this. In fact, um, Amy Porterfield, who teaches people how to make courses, does this in her own course. Like you have an old version and then she has like the new updated version. She does it once she figured out like what worked well, what didn't, what might we need to change? Where did people get hung up in the course? That's why I'm saying don't spend a ton of time or money in creating this perfect first version because I promise you it's not going to be perfect. 
Okay. And then back to the discussion about what happens when you sell it. So that first time I'm going to tell you, like, it's going to be great because you're going to have people who are like, I want this, but you have to be thinking of how am I still getting people into my world to sell this later on? And that's another reason where it's like, if you do want to just, you know, set it and forget it, or you want to sell it one time and then just have it there for people. I want you to have real expectations of how many dollars that's going to bring in, right? So how much time it's cool. Like I love creating courses or I love creating like workshops or a webinar of like, Hey, this is something you need to know. Although podcasting has given me a better opportunity to talk about that than course creation now, but, um, you can do that, but then set your expectation. And when your expectations are clear, you're going to decide how much time and money to invest in something. And it's going to feel really good. And people are going to feel that equal energy exchange and it's going to be fabulous. Okay. Um, I think this is all I really felt like I needed to tell you is like, absolutely course creation, that recurring revenue, you've got this, um, you know, on repeat, something you can provide people. Um, I absolutely love it for when you are maybe like fully booked in whatever you're doing and people can't get in to see you, but you're like, oh, everyone has this question over and over again. This is a great way. Um, I can't serve everybody, but this is a great way for you to get some of my time or my expertise and I can help you take, you know, that next step in whatever your goal is. And this is how I can do it through this course. Like this is what I offer. So I do absolutely love it. And I also just like really want you to have the right perspective on what I see from a financial um, end, what the results are, what's making people successful um, and, you know, how we balance the scales because too often I see people invest a ton and it doesn't work out. Um, if you're going to be selling a course, so the people who sell courses and they're like, oh, my course is making me so much money, their point of their business is making courses. So they come at it from a perspective of like, okay, I create it and then I'm going to refine it and I make sure I'm getting feedback and, you know, I'm building top of funnel. So, you know, in marketing, we talk about getting eyes. So top of funnel is like, how do we get eyes on us? They're doing things to get more eyes on their business. Okay. So they're, they're doing all these activities to get eyes so that they have new people coming in to sell the course to. So if they are doing high volumes of courses, it's not because it just landed in their lap. It is because they're purposeful about building that part of their business. And that's how you have to think of it. So going back to like, I'm a service provider. What I would say is if you're like, Oh, I'm a chiropractor. If you're not going to be doing those top of funnel activities to get in, get eyes on your business and get more people into the course, then adjust what you're doing accordingly. Make sure the effort that you've put in feels good so that you're like, okay, I'm just going to do this for my existing clients. When they ask this, I'm going to put this out and it's going to be an offer and they're going to love it. But then you've put in the right amount of energy knowing that's how it's going to be. And it just feels wonderful. So Thank you so much for listening. I hope you can understand. I really, if there was one thing you could take away from this episode, it is that adjusting and really understanding what your expectations of what you're creating are, then you'll take the right steps to have success. So whether that is like, I want to blow up this course and you take 
on actions that get you there. If it's just serving your existing clients, then you're taking on actions that, you know, feel really good based on then what your volume might be. And really coming at that from a, a give and take so that you're not disappointed so that it just feels really good. Cause that's how I want business to be. I want it to feel really good. I want everything to feel like a success. And sometimes like for me, you know, putting together something that five or 10 people needed and putting it together in a course that I can give out a to them for cheap. And then maybe, you know, I'm do a podcast episode. I want to, it comes up. I want to give it away for free. That feels really good to me, even though it's maybe not like a million eyes on a course I created. It feels good because I put a bit of effort in and I'm giving people impact. So that is that kind of linkage between expectation and then the effort that goes in and the end result is exactly what I hope that you experience. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the School for Small Business podcast. That's right. I'm saying thank you because I believe so heavily in small businesses and how they are the backbone of our community. And I am so grateful that you are taking the steps to make sure that your small business is here for the long run, supporting your family and your community. And I just love it. If you found any nuggets from this episode that were helpful to you, I want to ask you a favor. I want to ask that you share them with a friend because if you found them helpful, somebody else will as well. And it's that concept of the rising tide raises all ships. So please go ahead and share with a friend, whether it's on social, maybe you're sending them an email the old school way. I don't know. You want to send a letter, but any way you want to share, I would just be eternally grateful. And as always, like, please just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love to chat with small business owners.